Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined once again with Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina. Hi, Steve. Um, we are going to actually do something a little bit different this week. We are going to take a couple reader questions uh, that have been submitted to us and just answer the individual questions. So rather than taking a single topic and digging a little deeper into it, we're just going to touch on three or four questions here. So the first question, um, and I'm, I guess I should, I don't know, I, I kept the names out of these, so they're, they're anonymous, but the, these people did submit their names. Uh, the first one comes from a 30-year-old woman, and she says that she is 14 years younger than her husband and says, quote, I've never met a man who didn't think that I'm sexy except, wait for it, her husband. So um, she says they've been married for three years, uh, didn't have a honeymoon, um, has sex uh, very seldom, about once, or, uh, once a month or more is rare, um, and that she's always the first one to initiate sex. Um, and it kind of goes on a little bit, and then she uh, gets into the, the meat of it, which is that uh, her husband watches uh, online porn, uh, female porn uh, specifically, and uh, she says that she asked him to stop, and he did, but then she was cleaning up and uh, found a porn CD, um, and that hasn't made her very happy. And uh, she has even suggested to him that they can watch porn together, just not the female stuff, and, and hopes that it might um, help their relationship or spice things up in the bedroom. Um, but now she's like made that leap straight to, should I get a divorce? Which it seems like there can be some therapy or something there before they take that leap. Uh, Trina, what's your advice on this one? <laughs> that, was a, that, was a, that was a lot. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at this lady. I'm not laughing at this lady. It's just it's a very, very complicated issue. And I think... We're only seeing one side of the story. It's been my experience in these kind of situations, there's always two sides to a story. And so I would say that this is definitely one of those issues that has to be talked through by a third party, a therapist, you know, maybe their religious advisor, if that's what they're into. But these two cannot fix their situation by themselves. So um, my advice to this lady is talk with her husband and say, you know what, I love you, I'd like this marriage to work, and we need to go in and get some help. And if her partner doesn't want to get help, then she needs to go on her own and start working through some of her issues, because we all have issues, um, and so work through some of her issues. And then if she's still not seeing any progress within that relationship, then she needs to down with them and say, well, you know what, I, I want to move forward and I just feel silted. What can we do as a couple? So I, I, I would say that the only way to work through this particular situation, Steve, is to have somebody else help them through this situation, because I would say there's a lot more to this than meets the eye, and um, there's probably a lot of things that need to be dug up in order to fix this. Yeah, this this one definitely seems like there needs to be some some outside help. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll move along to the second one here. Um, and the second question uh, is, 
the couple, it's both of their second marriages. Um, the first one, each were about 22 or so years uh, that they were married. Um, and then uh, they have met each other four years ago. Um, we, they, they said that she, the, the, the reader says that they both love sex and are always seeking new ideas. Um, and they didn't have great sex lives in their previous marriages. Um, and uh, so now they're just basically, in short, uh, looking for things to enhance their current sex life, um, explore things, uh, really just spice things up because they're both ready. Yeah, well, this is great, and and because this is a family podcast, I'm not going to be getting into really graphic details. However, I would suggest that if this couple hasn't done so already, go straight to the bookstore. There's about a thousand books on the bookshelf that give ideas on positions and and techniques and massaging. I mean, if you were to go through all of these books, it would take you a hundred years. And if you had sex ten times a day, there's so many great ideas that are out there on the bookshelf. And if you don't like to read books, there's videos. There's the Better Sex video series. I mean, there's so much information available on how to mix up your sex life and make it more interesting. Personally, taking a look at this couple, I think if they have the time and energy to invest and they're really serious about taking their sex life to the next level, something like tantric sex would maybe fit with enough. Tantric is really misunderstood. It's a discipline. It's 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 it comes it's like yoga, but it's not yoga. But you can do some <laughs> yoga things in it. But it's like yoga where it's a discipline where you learn and, and it takes time to understand and go through the methodology. And it's not an over. You can't learn tantric in two minutes. It, it's it's a, a day by day exercise. And the thing about taking that time and effort with your partner is it really brings out the erotic in sex. It brings out the sensuality, and it takes your relationship to the next level. And a lot of couples just don't have the time and energy to put, put that kind of effort into their sex life. And if this couple does, then I certainly would recommend, first of all, going and buying a book on tantric, tantric sex, taking a look, seeing, seeing if it's for them. And then, most likely, in wherever they live in their area, there are tantric practitioners that can teach workshops on this, and you can go as a couple to the workshop. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a great experience. So, you know, there's so many options available to this couple. They just have to go out um, and, and seek them. So, and just and have that conversation with their partner, like, what can we try tonight? You know, I mean, I'm so happy for this couple that they're, that they're looking to, you know, make their sex life as best as they can. Now, do you have a, a tantric book uh, in particular that you would recommend or a, a good starting book? Actually, I don't. You know, that's so funny. You caught me, Steve. I don't have a, a book, a tantric book that I would recommend. I have a Kama Sutra book, but that's, it's, it's a very different thing, but not tantric. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. Um, we'll, we'll go on to the next question here. Um, and it says that for a few... A few years now, uh, this wife's husband has had erectile dysfunction. Um, he's admitted to the problem to the wife several times, uh, but he's too embarrassed to see a doctor and instead chooses to ignore the problem. Um, when Now, this is getting a, a little dicey here, but it says that uh, 
when they try and have sex and it's not working properly, he tells her that it's her job to make it work. Um, and uh, she then goes and says that it's not that it's not working at all. It's just not functioning like it used to. Um, and now their sex life has basically come to a screeching halt. Uh, what do you think of this one, Trina? Well, first thing, uh, erectile problems are the first sign that something is breaking down on the body. So th when something's going wrong inside the body, the extremities like the penis, being able to engorge the penis with blood, that goes. And, and it is extremely important. I can't emphasize enough, Steve, how important it is that this man get a checkup from a doctor. I know several men who had strokes and other very serious things happen in their life and now are debilitated. They are completely debilitated uh, because they were just too ashamed to go and see a doctor about their erectile problems. And it's a very, very sad way to live out the rest of your life. So it could be something medical. It could not be something medical. But please, please, please go and get it checked out. Now, what, to answer the other part of the question where he says it's up to her, men, when they're feeling shame around their sexual prowess, tend to project their anger on their partner. I, you know, it's just the way men tend to be. And so this woman, it's not, really, it's not her responsibility to make him uh, better. It's, it's up to him. He needs to go see a doctor. And if it's something more psychological, if he's having things that he needs to work through and he needs to go see a counselor you know and she needs to support him of course in this situation but it's it's up to him to to make this better and her to support him through through the situation um but yeah that's all i can say about that steve is go see your doctor and if it's not something medical then it's time to see a counselor because it's, you know, it's the first thing that's, you know, the, it's such an easy way to tell when something's going wrong with a man, is his ability to have an erection. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll move on to the final question here. And it says that, um, is it normal? That's the question. Is it normal for a husband to want to be a swinger? Um, says that we have discussed our fantasies and doing a full swap is something that, uh, the wife doesn't think she can do, but the husband wants to do it um, and says that the husband has said that he would not have a problem having another man have sex with her, but that she knows she would definitely have a problem watching him have sex with another woman. Uh, what's your what's your thoughts on this one, Trina? I, would, I have been approached by so many couples in their 40s who've been together for a while and they want to jazz up their sex life. And an option is going into a swinging relationship. And there's, you know, there's a lot more information on swinging and, you know, people are curious about swinging. And from a fantasy point of view, it's, uh, I mean, it's amazing to have a fantasy thinking about having sex with another couple. I mean, it's, it's great. And something you and I have discussed, Steve, in the past is fantasy, when, we, when, when, fa when people turn their fantasy into a reality like having a threesome, it's always very different. And going into a swinging environment has to be gone. You know, you have to think it through 
uh, with prudence and caution. And, you know, I'm not discouraging people from taking on that kind of lifestyle, but unless you really think it through and talk it through with your partner, it's probably going to implode in your face. So something I always recommend to a couple is buy the book, The Ethical Slut. It's called The Ethical Slut. Now, in this book, they talk about, uh, you know, all the things you need to talk about with your partner, all the scenarios, all the situations. And, you know, when you can go through that book and check off all the things that are listed in there, then you can go to your local swingers club, because every city has one, and check it out. Um, you know, but, but you know, before you've, you've gone there, the book talks about setting boundaries with your partner, what is acceptable, what is not acceptable. So, for example, some couples believe that that uh, having intercourse is acceptable, but you can't kiss the person on their lips. And, you know, so it's just whatever you as a couple want to have as your as as your boundaries and something else that i find extremely common is the men always initiate they always well not always but a lot of times the men initiate thinking you know let's try this out it's going to be exciting it's going to jazz up our sex life and inevitably when the woman starts getting into the swinging lifestyle she really starts to enjoy it and she's having lots of fun and the man always ends up feeling really jealous Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's so interesting that it's usually the man that wants to pull out of the lifestyle because he sees that his partner's having way too much fun. <laughs> so I would caution this man that he thinks that, you know, he wants to watch his wife with another partner, and maybe he does. Uh, however, the reality that I've seen is just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that will that's a that's a great summation of uh, of of the, the swinger lifestyle there. Um, Trina, that's going to do it for us. Um, Great. So we had another successful podcast. And um, for everybody else out there, please continue to send those questions in. Um, we love getting them. And uh, we're going to continue to try to answer as many as we can. So thank you very much. Um, you can find more information from Dr. Trina Reed at trinareed.com or also at bestsextipsever.com and uh, if you haven't already please get her book uh, Till Sex Do Us Part Make Your Married Sex Irresistible uh, you can find it both on Trina sites and uh, we also have it up on, on hitchedmag.com so you can find it on our site and of course you can uh, find her content on hitchmag.com and uh, the last thing I want to mention here is we also have a Facebook fan page. If you haven't joined that, please do so. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, I've joined the Twitter universe. Uh, it is uh, Hitched Media is my handle. So uh, thank you very again, Trina. I appreciate your time. Always my pleasure, Steve. Okay, until next time, and take care, everybody. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.